0: Well, good morning, CityGate Church and all of our online guests today. I'd like you to turn in your Bibles, please, to Psalm uh, 92. Uh, It's a favourite psalm for so many people. Um, And as we turn there, it's... It's a song, the Bible says. It's a song of the Sabbath. It's a song for Sunday. Let's call it Sunday for us. It's a song for the day that we dedicate to God. And you know what? There's so many songs in the world. There's a song for Guy. Did you know that? There's a song for my father. There's a song for Europe. There's a song for her. There's a song for Issy, whatever that is. There's a song for Marion. There's a song for you. There's... There's so many songs that, that have a title, A Song for Something. But as we get into this psalm, it's a song for the Sabbath. There's something so powerful about this psalm. And as we um, are still, you know, in our own houses where, you know, perhaps on an iPad or a, um, a phone or a television screen somewhere, this is how we're doing church um, as it is at the moment because of COVID and the lockdown and everything else. But I want to encourage you to still have Sunday as a special day to still prioritise your day with God. And so as we get into Psalm 92 from verse 1, let's read this together, shall we? It says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night on an instrument of 10 strings, on the lute and on the harp with a, a harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work and I will triumph in the works of your hands. O Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. When those who are evil spring up like the grass and when all those who work iniquity uh, flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All those who work iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. My eye has also seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear the desires upon those who are evil, who rise up against me. It says the uh, righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow old like a cedar. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They um, shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. There is no unrighteousness in him. What a fantastic psalm. Psalm uh, 92, a song of the Sabbath, a song for the Sabbath. As we think about this today, as we go through, I've got a number of points just to bring out, um, you know, just great things that the psalmist wanted to sing about, wanted to shout about. You know what? We have got something to shout about. We've got something to celebrate. We've got something to get excited about. We've got something that stirs us on the inside, even though we can't meet physically together. We can still get excited about the church of Jesus Christ and what God wants to do in us and through us. The first thing that I want us to understand today is Sunday is a great day. Sunday's a great day. I know every day's sort of turned into a mush right now. And the amount of times I've asked in the last few months, what day is it? I thought it was Tuesday and it's a Monday or it's a Thursday or something. But obviously Sundays, I want to encourage us to have a day for God. Even though we speak to Him every day, I want to encourage us to prioritize God. The Bible says the church, they all gathered together on the first day of the week. That's why it was a Sunday, because they went to the synagogue on the Sabbath and then they had church on the Sunday. And church, you know, for us, is not just a bit of entertainment now for an hour on a Sunday on a TV screen. Church is still the family of God. It's still the body of Christ. You know what? All over the world, every denomination, every person that names Jesus, Jesus Christ as Lord, we're big happy family we're one part we're all part of one big body we're all part of one big army I don't mean an army that fights people but an army that 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 brings love that brings compassion and brings healing into a hurting and into a broken world we are all part of the army of God and it's so very important that even at this time where it's really different I mean we're doing church in our lounges we're doing church on our phones and on our iPads it's still important that we put our and our soul into engaging with the church of Jesus Christ. As we praise God here online on a Sunday, you know, stand up, put your arms in the air and praise him with all your heart, your soul and your strength. You might say, yeah, but that feels really silly. Well, we need to get over that feeling of being silly. It doesn't matter how it feels, my friend. Jesus Christ is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords and he deserves all the praise and all the glory. So you know what? As we gather here together today Psalm 92 this is a song for Sunday this is a song for church this is a song for us all gathering together in this special way the first thing I want to say today is this the first thing is this we it, it is a song that encourages us to praise God says, I'll praise you for your loving kindness, for your faithfulness. I'll rejoice in you. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. There's so much in this psalm that is full of praise to God. And friend, I want to encourage you to stir your praise up, to stir it up. You know what? Yes, we're not here physically. The band's not playing. Uh, We have great online praise and worship, of course, but there's no great atmosphere and, and all of that just like we would have here in this hall when it's packed with hundreds of people a couple of times on a Sunday. But we can still stir up the praise of God to come flooding out of our lives. Why? Because he deserves the praise. Let's praise him let's give him the glory due to his name the psalmist here says I will praise you it's good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to To your name, O Most High God. Our God is the Most High God. And the right response from our lives as those who love God is to praise Him with all our heart, our soul, and our strength. The Bible says to clap your hands. It says to shout His name. It says even to spin around under a violent emotion. It means to sing. It means to dance and leap. It means so many things. And friend, I want to encourage you today to stir yourself up. to stir up the praises of God in your heart, to stir them up, to let your emotions engage, let your will engage, let your body engage with praising God because he deserves to receive all the praise. The second thing we need to see from this is that we need to remember God's greatness, to remember God's greatness. It will be very easy as we just go through day by day through this incredibly interesting year that is upside down and we're doing things we've never done before. And, you know, we're going places we've never gone before, whether that's as church or as your business, your family. It's so different. But you know what? Over it all, God is great. God is great. He is the great God, Jehovah. He is the most high God. He is majestic in glory. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's all knowing. He's all loving. He's our healer. He's our provider. He is a great God, his love is so great, it's higher than the highest mountains. It's so deep, it's deeper than the deepest oceans. God can reach you wherever you are. Why? Because God is great. Why don't you say that right now? God is great and greatly to be praised. Come on, let's say it again. God is great and greatly to be praised. Let's keep his greatness at the very forefront of our minds at this time. The third thing that we find from this psalm, which I love, is that it's important that we see a good perspective, which is actually a God perspective of life's journey. It says quite a, a bit in the psalm, it says, it says when those who do evil, when they prosper, it says, don't worry about it doesn't really matter. Don't worry because they're going to be here today and gone tomorrow. That's really the emphasis, you know, so often in the Psalms. It says, you know, so often it seems like those who don't love God and who do it their own way and don't do it God's way, it seems like they prosper. But you know what? I want to encourage you, friend, that if you do it God's way, if you get God's perspective on life, We don't need to worry when people seem to come out on top. It's only temporary. The Bible says those who trust in God will be in everlasting remembrance. There's something everlasting about doing it God's way. You know what? Don't be jealous of of people who seem to be successful in life and they're not doing it God's way. The Bible says they're like a grass. They're here today and tomorrow they're thrown in the fire. I'm not talking about people getting thrown in a fire there, but it's just like the grass. It's very easy sometimes to believe that you know perhaps it would be easier if we did it the world's way or if we didn't do it God's way. You know what, oh if I do it God's way it means I can't this and I can't that or I don't this and I don't that or I won't this and I won't that. Oh isn't it easier if we just do what everybody else is doing? But friend I want to say there's something so strong and so secure about doing it God's way. Perhaps you're thinking right now, you know what, this is tough. Here we are all in isolation still and things going on in the world. And you know what, I'm just going to give up hope. No, friend, I'm going to say keep hoping. Well, I'm just going to give up believing. No, I'm going to say keep believing. Well, I don't... I don't know if God answers prayer. I'm going to say, keep praying. Come on, we need to do it God's way because those who don't do it God's way will be here today and gone tomorrow. But those who do it God's way are going to be strong and unshakable in the things of God. And you just watch, God is always faithful to his word. He's a great God and he's faithful and he will show himself strong. What's the next thing we find out in this psalm? Is that it's... It's a great psalm to remind us to reaffirm what God has done in me. To reaffirm what God has done in me. I love that verse that says this. It says, but my horn, verse 10, my horn, you have exalted like a wild ox. I've been anointed with fresh Oil. I will see the desire upon my enemies. My ears will hear of my desire uh, against those who rise up against me. It's important that we see what God has done and that we sing of what God has done and we are thankful for what God has done in our lives. It says He strengthened us. My horn. That really speaks of strength in our lives. It speaks of the fact that God does a powerful work on the inside of us. I wouldn't want to try to, you know, to control an ox. I mean, those things are massive. You ever seen them on TV, on the Geographic channel or something? I mean, those things have got a mind of their own. They are so strong. They're so powerful. Well, the Bible says that's how God sees you. That's what God has done in your life. Well, Pastor Jay, I don't feel very strong right now. Yeah, but it's time to, you know, to allow that to come out of your mouth. My horn my strength, my gifting in my life, God has exalted like a wild ox. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's important that we're speaking these things over ourselves at this time. You know what? Because we are the prophet of our own life. What we say is that which we're going to experience. If we keep going around saying, you know what, I'm just weak, I just can't do it, then that's what we're going to live in. But if we get hold of God's word, the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. And as we declare that out of our mouths, you know what, we will live in the good of what we sing and those things that we declare over our lives. I love the psalmist here. He, you know, he says, God is strengthening my life. God has strengthened me. He says, I'm anointed with fresh oil. Every day we have the opportunity of coming to God and saying, Lord, anoint me with fresh oil. Pour your spirit out fresh upon my life. Fill me afresh. We used to sing a song, Fill me afresh. Fill me anew. Let these things be fresh every day. You know what? Every day his mercy is there, fresh and new. His grace is there every day, fresh and new. His power is available to us every day, afresh and anew. I want to encourage you, my friend, to keep these things coming out of your mouth. He's strengthening me and I've got fresh oil, fresh power from God upon my life. Whatever I face today, I'm anointed for it. If there's a Goliath, well, I'm anointed to slay the Goliath. If there's a mountain there, well, I'm anointed to move the mountain. If I face a challenge of any sort, well, you know what? His anointing is upon me and within me. He's strengthening me. He's inspiring me. He's speaking to me. He's, he's, every footstep is being led by the person of the Holy Spirit. Friend, I love this psalm. What a powerful thing to sing. He has anointed me with fresh oil. He also talks there about things that he sees and things that he hears. Things that he sees and things that he hears. He says, I've seen the desire on my enemies. I've heard what's going to happen to those who rise up against me. I don't know if those things could be seen and heard yet in the natural, but he could see and hear them in the spirit there's another part of the bible which i love and it's where elisha is out in a camp and it says his servant he goes out and he sees the enemy army surrounding elisha the armies come to destroy elisha and the servant goes out and sees this army all the way around and he panics he said elisha can you see what's out there and it's as if elisha goes oh God, come on. Okay, Lord, can you open his eyes to see what's really going on? All that servant could see was all this enemy army. But God opened his eyes and he saw something that other people couldn't see. He saw something that he couldn't see before. Just five minutes earlier, all he saw was the enemy. But when God opened his eyes, and I could say when God opened his ears, he saw the chariots of God's army of fire all the way around the enemy army. And you know what? That's a whole new perspective on life. Perhaps you can just see the hardships right now, but you need to see what God's doing. Perhaps you're only hearing the bad news right now, but you need to hear the word of God because God will show you things and he'll cause you to hear things that perhaps other people can't see and hear, but it gives you a totally new perspective on the situation that you're in. You know what? We have eyes to see by faith. We have ears to hear by faith. And I love this Psalm. He says, you know what? I can see what you're doing with my enemies. I can see it. I can hear what's going to happen to my enemies. And we're not talking about people today. But you know what circumstances that are arrayed against us? Perhaps the world's saying, you know, something's going to happen. And God's saying something completely different. It's important that we hear what God is saying. And it's important that we see what Almighty God is doing. I hope you're encouraged by this today. You know what? Um, We can hear and see things which other people don't hear and see. Come on, we need to sing about this stuff today. As we start to close now, it's great in this psalm. It talks about being planted. It talks about being like a palm tree. It talks about being planted with roots going down deep. It talks about these people who are planted in the house of God who are planted in the person of Jesus Christ on the rock of his revealed, um, spoken uh, word of God, which puts a foundation into our lives. It says these people are planted. It says they're like a palm tree. I've seen a number of palm trees in different parts of the world. In fact, my dad used to have one in our back garden, just a little thing. Um, But, you know, I've seen some incredible palm trees. and, And these things, when the storms come, they don't snap. They just bend over. Have you ever seen the photographs where all these palm trees are bent over? No matter how strong the wind blows, these palm trees can stand it. They can take it. Why? Because their uh, roots go down deep and they're equipped. They are built to be able to handle anything the storms of life throw at them. The Bible says if we you know, sing this song of the Sabbath, if we praise God for His greatness, if we understand how to praise God in all circumstances, as we see things that people don't see and hear things that perhaps other people don't hear, as we stir ourselves up and remind ourselves that we are strong in the Lord and we're anointed with fresh oil, as we stir these things up in our lives, you know what the Bible says? We will be planted. We will be unshakable. We will be um, unmovable by the storms of life. Today, I just really want to encourage everybody. You know what? We all need encouragement, I'm sure. But the encouragement today is not just things are going to get better. It's that, come on, put your roots down deep. Stand strong on God's word and in the person of Jesus Christ. Because you know what? No matter what blows against your life, you'll be able to stand up um, tall, stand up straight. The outcome of being um, planted is really clear because there's nothing more important than to be planted in the house of God. There's nothing more important to be planted in the things of God. And the outcome is this, that we will always bear fruit. I want to look back on my life and say, you know what, I've borne some fruit. And the Bible says, you know what, as we are in the vine, that he's the vine and each of us are the branches, that as we stay in the vine, we will bear f- f- fruit. And then it says it'll be great fruit that remains. Why? Because we're planted, because we're attached in the vine, because there's, there's the sap of God's spirit and, and, of his, and of his abundant life, which is flowing through our lives. We can bear fruit in every situation. I want to look back on my life and say, thank God for the good fruit that by His grace I've been able to bear. I want to encourage you today, friend, as you plant yourself in the things of God, as you plant yourself in the house of God, even online today, there is good fruit that is going to come out of each of our lives. Even though the world will shake, we are planted strong. Even though the world is struggling right now, The church can bear fruit. Those who know their God will bear fruit. Will bear fruit in season. The Bible says we will flourish like a palm tree. We'll flourish. Uh, but Pastor Jay, don't you know there's a famine out there? Yeah, but for all those who are planted in the things of God, the Bible says we can bear fruit and we can flourish no matter what the circumstances are around us. And of course, as we flourish in God, God... I believe God wants us to be blessed in order to be a blessing to the people around us. And as God helps us to bear fruit, then each of us can help other people to bear fruit. This is how the kingdom works, that we go around, we are blessed to be a blessing. Even though the world shakes, even though the world seems to be in confusion and in chaos right now, God's kingdom is unshakable. Friend, as we've considered this psalm today, the song of the Sabbath, it's got so many great ingredients in it. What a great song this is to, you know, to sing out. But I want to ask you today, friend, have you ever made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? As we've gone through these things today, you know what? We've talked about the greatness of God. Do you know God is great? You know, we've talked about the things that each of us can say, God's anointed my life, God's empowered my life, and God strengthens my life. Friend, have you ever given Almighty God your life for Him to do a strengthening work on the inside of you, for you to be strong, for you to be empowered by His Spirit? You see, Christianity is not just a religion. It is a relationship with Almighty God where things actually come to pass in our lives. We pray and God answers prayer. You know, the Bible says if you, if you seek God with all of your heart, you're going to find Him. The Bible says ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and the door will be open to you. See, Christianity and, and the things that we've you know, discussed today from this psalm are not just theory. They're not just a religious idea. They are a relationship with Almighty God. And I want to ask you, friend, today, do you know... Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. He may be a, a picture in a stained glass window. He may be in a book you have on the bookshelf. But is he your Lord and Savior in your heart? The Bible says you need to receive him and be born again. That means get a brand new start. You see, somebody asked you know, Jesus, they said, how do I go to heaven? And he answered this, the Lord Jesus himself said this. He said, you must be born again. He said that 2000 years ago and since that time, many, many, many thousands of people have come to Christ and experienced what he says is being born again, having a brand new start. How does that happen? That happens when you say, Lord Jesus, will you come into my life? Will you be my Lord, my Saviour and my friend? I don't just want you to be a God out there. I want you to be a God who I can call Heavenly Father. You know what, friend, He loves you. He loves you so very, very much. The Bible says He's got great things planned for you. And He's got an eternity that He wants to spend with you. But the first step is this. You need to say, Lord Jesus, will you come into my life? Will you make me a brand new person? I want to know you as my heavenly Father. I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer right now. And perhaps you're a Christian and you know, you say, well, you know, I was a Christian in the early part of my life, but for the last few years, it's grown cold. Friend, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer as well as we pray together to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you demonstrated your love through sending your son to die on a cross to give me life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I receive you as my Lord and my Saviour and my friend. I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. Thank you that I receive eternal life, amen. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer, I believe that you've received Jesus as Lord. That means you're now a Christian. You can call Almighty God your Father. There's actually a Bible word that says call him your dad. It's that close, it's that intimate. Of course, there's gonna be some other steps. We're gonna encourage you to get a Bible and to, you know, to hook up to a church somewhere, obviously Citygate Church is here, but there's so many thousands of churches across the world and across the United Kingdom that there'll be somewhere that is the place for you to call home. As we close today, friend, I'm going to encourage you again to help to keep Sunday special, to sing the song of the Sabbath, to give God all the glory, to stir yourself up on the inside, to remember all the great things that God has done in your life and to be planted, to be planted in the house of God and to be planted by the stream of God's spirit. God bless you. Have an amazing week and go and help make somebody else's life great.